0: Hello and welcome to the Feminine Millionaire Show. I'm your host Polly Alexander. I'm a success coach, healer, creative and future millionaire. If creating money and success in a spiritual and feminine and joyful way is your goal, this show is for you. Let's all rise together. Hello and welcome to episode 68 of The Feminine Millionaire Show, five ways you may be unconsciously repelling money and good things. But before I dive into today's episode, I just want to celebrate that summer's here. Here in Ibiza, the seas are turquoise, the weather is spectacularly hot. It's more like mid-July than the start of June. And We're experiencing what is the pandemic effect, in my mind, that people have been dying to come here on holiday and people are going bigger, they're starting earlier and they're bringing more energy than ever. Everywhere is so busy here. Uh, The restaurants, it's uncharacteristically busy for this time of year. And so there's a really exciting energy here. And personally, Obviously, I'm not on holiday, which is an interesting dynamic to live in a location where most people are on holiday. But I am really loving these long June days. Oh my gosh, I feel like I have twice as many hours in the day. I finish work and it's still light. Today, after my Thrive Mastermind, I then bake some chocolate brownies. I then bake some energy balls now I'm recording you this podcast, then we're going to go for a walk, or whilst it's still light, and then I'll come back and have some supper. I just feel like this is such a gift, this extra time in our day, and the light makes such a huge difference to how we feel. I'm just feeling so grateful um, just for this simple shift in how the days feel. So let's dive into today's topic. Now, no one would consciously repel money, right? None of us would say no consciously, okay? So we're gonna look under the hood today, if you like, and look at what can be going on behind the scenes. So money is an energy. I think it's helpful to see it this way. And we all desire more energy, right? We all desire energy to create with, to have experience with, to travel, explore the world, to pursue our passions and interests, to support and provide for and treat our loved ones, to support good health, to support freedom and choice. So why on earth would we choose to repel money on some level? Well, quite simply, because it makes us feel unsafe or uncomfortable to receive it on some level. The idea of having more money triggers discomfort in our nervous system, in our body and subconscious mind. So quite simply, it's a threat. So what does repelling money actually look like? And it's not Like saying, hey, no, I don't want that pay rise, or no, I don't want that new client. So, repelling money could show up in different ways in your life. It could look like missing emails or calls about opportunities, new jobs, or clients. Maybe the email goes to your spam, maybe you accidentally delete it. It can look like not seeing opportunities that are right in front of you. So somehow you don't manage to see them, you have like an unconscious blind spot because you don't feel ready. It can look like declining offers of support and financial assistance, maybe because of pride and feeling unworthy. It can look like saying no to a mentor or teacher Maybe repelling money looks like saying no to opportunities for expansion and growth because you're saying, well, I would do it if I didn't have the kids or I would do it if my partner didn't need me to be at home, wasn't out that night, wasn't away. So often we can make other people the scapegoat for why we are not living a more full expression of life. I remember myself 10 years ago, I was offered an opportunity to photograph a book, a fashion book. And part of me really wanted to do this, but part of me was a bit worried was I good enough? Would it be okay? And then my partner told me he had a really good opportunity at that same time as well. And someone needed to stay home and look after our new dog. We just had a puppy. And I put myself second. I deferred to him. And I let go of that opportunity. So maybe the opportunity itself doesn't necessarily represent a lot of money. Now, that opportunity was paid, but it could have led to other opportunities. It could have been great exposure for me. I could have made great connections. So one opportunity usually is like a web. It leads to other opportunities. Now, I remember about 15 years ago. So I was a few years into my Wedding photography career, maybe three, four years in. And it was my dream to be featured in Martha Stewart Weddings magazine. So once a year, I would submit my best wedding from the year to them and hope that it would be selected. And it never was. But I didn't give up. And then I used to see prospective clients at my home in East London. So couples that are getting married would reach out to me and I would invite them to a meeting at my home and we would talk about the day and I would share my work and we would discuss the possibility of me being their photographer. So one night, this gorgeous couple arrived on my doorstep. They had met on the set of a James Bond film in the Bahamas. She was a model, he was a director... And they were having this fabulous English country wedding at a very chic location. They were American and it was going to be a destination wedding for them. However, that destination wedding was in November. And as they drooled over my beautiful images, shops in the south of France, in Italy, in the height of summer and that gorgeous golden light and expressed a desire for those images from their wedding. Well, I knew the UK (laughs) in November and I explained to them that they would need to move their wedding timings in order to secure images in that kind of light, if we could even have that kind of light. Because let's face it, cold and rain is highly likely in England in November And they explained that they were not willing to move the timings of the wedding. And so I declined the job because I felt that if I couldn't give them what they wanted, I would feel terrible. I would feel ashamed of my work. I was in fear around not being able to deliver what they wanted. And so I said no to the job. Pretty much forgot about it. And then about Eight months later, on the cover of Martha Stewart Weddings magazine was that wedding I had declined. And I looked inside at the feature. It was a very high-profile wedding. And the photographer had persuaded them to move their timings because there were gorgeous portraits shot during daylight. This was a real wake-up call for me. I realized there and then I should have trusted myself that it would work out. I should have trusted that somehow we would get what they wanted along the journey and that actually if they didn't move the timings, I wasn't responsible for images shot without natural light. But at this point, there was a part of me that just didn't feel worthy of such an incredible opportunity. It seemed too good to be true. Although I wasn't conscious of this, I didn't have the self-worth that matched up to this opportunity. And I was in fear more than I was in abundance instead of being able to appreciate what a truly incredible divine opportunity this was for me, I was in fear about not being good enough, about not being able to give them what they wanted. But the true gift was seeing what had happened here and taking the learning. And I truly believe that if you miss an opportunity, it will always come back for you. And as you will know, if you're familiar with me and my work, that this opportunity in a different form circled back to me probably five years later, something like that, when I did get to shoot a wedding for Martha Stewart Weddings magazine. My work did appear on the cover and in 12 pages inside. Different couple, different location, and I actually got to shoot in the south of France. I got to shoot in dreamy light in a beautiful location, so you could say that by not settling, I got the whole package. That's one perspective. But I want you to see that we all do this. And so it's not something to be ashamed of. It's a learning. Just being aware of where am I saying no to things? Where am I being scared to take risks on new opportunities? Where am I saying no because I don't feel ready? So here's five reasons why you might be unconsciously repelling money and good things. Because that opportunity was also about the exposure. It was about getting featured in a publication I dreamed of being featured in. It was about shooting a truly beautiful wedding. It was about up-leveling the type of client I was working with. It was about a lot of things that were good over and above the money. So the first reason is that we don't feel deserving or worthy of it. This is the most common reason. We have a preconditioned level of worthiness based on our background and our childhood, how we were brought up, what we learned about the world. And we'll have a set point of good things, of goodness, that we're comfortable with. you know. And if things get too good... Or too easy, we can unconsciously self-sabotage by creating drama, things breaking. I remember a point in my life when things got really good, I dropped my laptop, I broke my sunglasses, my car crashed. Suddenly, it was like I hit my upper limit of how good things could get and unconsciously had to manifest some drama to bring me back to the level of struggle I was familiar with. Okay, Second reason is that it feels unsafe to have more. So it could be unsafe to have more money or it could be unsafe to have more good things happening in your life, more ease. This comes down to the fear of being different. A different income bracket makes you different to your peers, friends or family. And there can be a fear that people will start making demands on you or feel like they're not good enough for you or feel like you're different. Very common is the fear that people will be jealous and that you'll receive unpleasant judgment and comments. The third reason you may be unconsciously repelling money and good things is guilt. Mm -hmm. Feeling guilty for having more than others. It shouldn't be this good. Yeah, especially if you're brought up in a Catholic situation or... Uh, You had a mother that felt very guilty. This is a very common pattern. It occurs more in women, but I also see it in men, especially if they had Catholic upbringings. The fourth is a fear of financial responsibility. Yeah, making more money means paying more taxes, right? This is super common in my Thrive Mastermind. This comes up regularly. It also means having to manage finances, learn more about money, manage investments, so just receiving more money isn't a burden-free experience, right? If you receive more clients, you might need to hire more team to handle them. You might need to develop new systems. So this fear of responsibility can be a real block to manifesting more money. And then the last piece I'm going to touch on today is that money and good things you know, these may sit outside your current comfort zone. When you've been through some really tough life experiences, when you've gotten used to struggle, it just becomes very normal, very familiar. And living at this certain level of existence becomes your set point. Trying to keep things the same can be a way of keeping yourself safe. So I hope today has been supportive for you and lightning and you've taken something away that has made you see how you might be blocking your own expansion of wealth and good. This is the kind of work that I do in all my programs, supporting people to grow their self-worth and overcome their fears so they can stop repelling money. So feel free to reach out to me at support at polyalexander.com or via my website if you would like to work with me one-to-one or you are interested in my Thrive Beautifully mastermind. And of course, we have the Abitha Live event coming up next week. I'm really excited to see those of you who have signed up there. Um, It's going to be a magical and powerful vortex for releasing these programs in a deep and fast way. I will see you there. Bye for now. Thank you for listening today. So if you're interested in joining me on Friday the 17th of June for the live event, In Ibiza, a day of clearing your money blocks and deep transformation of your subconscious mind. My purpose is to activate wealth in others. The clearings and the energy work and the intuitive work just get stronger and stronger and stronger. And it's been three years since I've actually delivered it in a live setting. So I'm really excited to see what comes through for everyone there on the day and to actually be in the same room facilitating this powerful work. To find out more, go to moneybeautifully.com forward slash hyphen live. I have no plans to do any more live events this year. So do what you can to get yourself on a plane or in the car at this event if you are ready to clear your money blocks and make this a year of expansion. I will see you again next week. Bye for now.